Hey, want to learn about the latest trends in digital marketing? In today's connected world, information is plentiful and always changing. It's difficult to keep up. Each week, we bring you the latest digital marketing news in easy, digestible format. Say goodbye to hours of research and learn everything you need to know right here. You are listening to This Week in Marketing. Hey everyone, welcome back to This Week in Marketing show, also known as the Twim show. I'm your host, Sajid Islam, and today I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of March 1st, 2021. Today, first of all, we are going to start off with an update from Microsoft Bing. Yes, Microsoft Bing. We haven't had a chance to cover this uh Microsoft being a whole lot on our show up until now, but today we are going to cover it. Anyways, let's dive right into it. Uh, What Microsoft did was they announced several updates to Microsoft Bing Search, which is actually a competitor to Google Search. Uh, And they said they have made some uh, updates to such as like now we are going to get infographics like search panel experience, local answers to show more information, expandable search carousels and similar looking item image search features and recipe results with more information. Now, let me take a pause and explain to you why this is important to anyone listening to this show. Well, first of all, you know, yes, it is true that Google owns 90% of the search market, but there is this little 10% or 12% of the search market that Google does not own. It is owned by Yahoo and Microsoft, Microsoft being the second uh, platform and sick and the next question is the uh, you know a lot of the older people tend to use Microsoft Bing just because it gets ships with uh, Windows uh, computer automatically because Windows computer ships with Internet Explorer or Microsoft IE Edge and people end up using it right so what it matters and what this tells is that you know for a business perspective, if you are trying to reach an older demographic or you want to find an alternative way to find, you know, other users that may or may not be on uh, Bing, it matters to you. And also, uh, this, up, this update or change to search will impact how traffic, how much traffic you get to your site from Microsoft Bing. Uh, you know, if your site was ranked well, uh, then you want to go back and make sure it is still ranking well, right? And it's an opportunity for you to actually show up better with Microsoft Bing. I'm not saying you need to go and, you know, redo all the work that you have done and being, uh, showing up on Microsoft Bing, but just keep be cognizant of it, you know, because in this day and age, um, there are two ways to get traffic. One is paid campaigns where you spend a lot of money. The other one is organic long-term growth, which is SEO, search engine optimization. And this is an opportunity for you to realize that, you know, Microsoft is still investing in their product, Microsoft Bing Search. Uh, they're taking it seriously and they added a few features that Google, Google Search autom- already does have. So they're catching up. It's a platform to stay and you should go and basically see how you show up. That's about it. Okay. Uh, With that, uh, let's move on to the next update, which is from Pinterest. Pinterest actually just finished their Pinterest present 
summit, which we missed and we did not cover it on our show. But, you know, there were quite a few updates that Pinterest announced uh, for their, on their ad, about their ad platform. Number one is they added this thing called Pinterest Premiere, which enables advertisers to purchase exclusive video placement in the home feed for a specific demographic for a designated time frame. This is amazing, right? It's just like... <clears throat> It's help. It's set up to help you drive broader reach and scale for moments like launches, brand events, and ongoing campaigns. Now, keep in mind, uh, you know, Pinterest has about 459 million active users and rising. It's on the crest of a new e-commerce wave, and they attract a lot of the uh, female demog- female users, right? Um, females, uh, women, they love Pinterest. They use that from planning to do everything else, decorations, things like that. So it looks like, and I'm not going to go deep into all the other features that are coming out of Pinterest because, you know, it's just going to take this short podcast to make it a long, boring one. But what this, you know, as I look through the, you know, updates such as, you know, audience, improved audience research, and let me look at my notes here, an interactive trends tool, and the growth that Pinterest saw last year during the pandemic, all I will tell you is Pinterest is taking off, right? I think this is a great platform for anyone who has a female uh, audience or a female uh, selling some female products or wants to talk to females or attract females or engage. Or the target group is female. Are females? They should be on Pinterest, right? So <clears throat> that's about it from the Pinterest point of uh, on the Pinterest topic let's move on to the next one which is on Google and this one you want to pay attention to so Google just announced or launched their evasive ad content policy now this is a big one it goes into effect on May 4th 2021 today is I'm recording this on May 7th so it's give or take about two months time but you want to make sure you want to pay attention to that you are you know making sure you are abiding by this policy, okay? So in the past, and here's what how I will break it down. In the past, Google would not allow you to, say, use a competitor's brand name in your title or in your ad description. They would be like, you know, you could do it. We wouldn't know. But if you're a competitor, if the competitor you're targeting, say, for example, I am uh, Reebok and I put a Nike in my ad title or in my descriptions and Nike could file a complaint and my ad would have taken taken down and I would be like, you know, banned from Google. Because that's Google says, we trust you. We don't want you to do it. It's set out in our policy and you shouldn't do it. However, in the old days, Google Google has allowed, okay, fine. You cannot use Nike in your title or in your description of your ad, but you could use it in the URL, those custom URLs that you could do, say, reebok.com slash why Nike is bad, right? Now, with the new thing, what they're extending it to, among other things, is that, hey, you cannot even use it in the URL, Right. So they're saying this. And, you know, the URL is just the custom display URL, which they would say you could have used it. But now they're saying, hey, you cannot use this anymore. This is among the few things. Why does it matter? It's because number one is you don't want to be banned. Okay. 
number one. It's like you don't want your ad accounts to be banned. Google is better than Facebook when it comes to banning. You know, they will send you a warning and, you know, they will give you a heads up so you, you don't wake. It's not like you wake up in the morning one day and says, oh, shoot, I'm banned. But at the same time, if Google ever bans you, you're banned for life. Now, a lot of people who've been banned uh, has tried to open up a new Google ad account through a new computer with a new set of credit cards, a new set of name, a new set of address and things like that. Google knows everything and they eventually figure it out and they just basically ban you more and that you don't want to be in this plan on this way. So if you're working uh, with an ad company or if you're an ad person, it is very, very important for you to make sure that you do not have any new uh, campaigns as well as your existing campaigns are not talking about your competitor in some way, shape or form in your um in your ad, but there's a caveat to it, you know, and also they're also saying, you know, using say Nike, but writing it as N1KE, you're saying maybe I will fool Google system because now I'm putting N1KE, but imagine Nike is going to figure it out and they're going to come and complain to Google and then Google is going to take you down. So you've been warned, I've shared with you, make sure you do the right thing because we all want to, you know, stay in the ecosystem as a you know, law abiding or rule abiding, you know, citizens so that we can continue to spend money and get some of those new customers into our funnel. Okay. With that, while talking on Google, let's talk about Google uh, is Discover is now featuring YouTube Shorts video. We have covered this in our platform where Google has said, hey, we may show videos from IGTV and other platforms uh, in Google search. And now Google has started doing this, actually uh, showing YouTube Shorts video in Google Discover. So Google Discover is just a Google Discover app on Android. And, you know, it has over, you know, about 3.5 billion uh, users daily around the world. That's a big and hundreds of million of users who are using the content on this platform. So this is great, Right. Google YouTube Shorts uh, or YouTube Shorts just got released uh, officially in the US last week, I believe. And we covered this in our show. And up until that time, up until last week, it was uh, in beta mode only in India, available to India. Now, why is this important? What does it matter? Well, number one is YouTube Shorts is very new. So, and not a whole lot of people are doing this, right? So, it's a way for you to get engagement. It's a way for you to get eyeballs pretty easily and quickly because, you know, it's a supply and demand. Imagine 3.5 billion users on one end, not a whole lot of content on the other. But Google has to feed them somehow, right? So, if you're making content, it's going to get pushed up. Imagine 10 or 15 years ago when you would publish something on Facebook and you would have like 30, 35, 40% reach. These days, you're lucky to have even 2%, right? Think of that way. It's not going to stay on like that way forever, but that's why we're covering this in our show. That's why you're listening to our show, because this is going to be helpful. And you should strike while the iron is hot, hot and go for it. I am going to talk to my team this week, and I'm going to say we have to go double down on YouTube Shorts and maybe take away some of our some of our efforts from IG Reels into YouTube Shorts, or maybe you know repurpose the content. That's what we are going to do. I'm sharing with you. That's my vision. That's my plan. Okay, 
Let's move on. Talking about IG Reels, Instagram just launched live stream for up to four users. So <clears throat> I think it's explanatory in terms of what this basically means. Now I can have up to four users on my IGTV, IG Live. Why is this so important? It's because the it's a party, right? More the merrier. Uh, four times the reach via one live stream. I will bring my followers. You bring yours and then, you know, double that up, right? So it's a bigger reach. Uh, you, we can do Q&A. We can do summits. We add also, we no longer have to go through third-party tools such as OBS or Streamlabs. And now if you do not know what those platforms are, that's fine. You don't need to know them. They're just third-party tools that has allowed us to actually bring on a guest to our Q&A sessions and, you know, push it into Facebook or IGE for that matter. So it just makes it easier, you know, and Hey, that's the reason you are listening to this show, right? You want to know what are the latest marketing news and things you should be doing and things you could like, you know, cut out from your marketing stack. So Streamlabs or OBS, that's yet another stack, technicality, things like that. If IG is allowing you to do it natively, you might as well do that. You will have a better reach. Okay. With that, let's move on to the next one, which is an update from the CFO of Twitter making a statement on Apple's new privacy changes where he's saying, well, you know what? It's not going to really change us, hurt us a whole lot. And again, why they're saying this is also number one is like they're saying, oh, we we are going to diversify our revenue. We are already experimenting and we are... Uh, trying new revenue channels. And if you're listening to our show, last we talked about some of the uh, things that Twitter shared in terms of what they're going to do. They're going to have like, you know, a way for us to uh, charge for exclusive tweets, way for us to get paid from our followers, things like that. So there's a lot of things at work at Twitter. So that's what uh, Twitter CFO Ned Segal is saying, even though Twitter wants to double the revenue in a few years, which we covered again last week. Next up is Twitter is also saying is that we are not collecting device ID right now, right? So all it does is actually it levels the playing field because, you know, Facebook has this, had this unfair advantage up until now where they were collecting and they were doing this. And a lot of the small businesses were not able to do that or smaller platforms were not able to do that. And now Apple is coming and leveling the playing field. So they're saying, bring it on. We are not going to, like, you know, they're saying we are not going to ask our users, Twitter users, to give us permission to track them yet. We're going to wait, observe, learn, and execute on that. But for now, you know, he feels a CFO of Twitter is saying, I think it's a, he's saying Apple's, I, Apple's privacy changes are really helpful to everyone. Okay. And last off, last thing is that this is a great example of, uh, you know, how to diversify your revenue. Okay, moving on. LinkedIn also shared the same update where they're saying, you know, they have decided to stop uh, ID, look, device ID collection. Uh, they do expect some limited uh, impact to the campaign performance, but they don't see a major for, major things. Uh, it's important because Apple, uh, Facebook has been saying, hey, uh, what Apple is doing is really harmful to small businesses. Businesses are going to be hurting. And whereas uh, Twitter and LinkedIn are saying, you know what? We'll be all fine. Don't worry about it. The sky is not uh, falling. Okay. With that, let's go to the next one, which is TikTok test video scheduling features. Again, this is something we already have in Facebook. So nothing really to, you know, talk much about it, except that it's coming. So it's a good thing. 
actually, before I do that, I actually missed a one update, which is uh, TikTok rolls out Q&A for all creators, right? So what this allows is that, you know, now uh, creators can engage with their fan, answers Q&A, and be able to, like, you know, create a Q&A page. It's a great thing, great tools from uh, TikTok. Uh, check it out. You will love it. Um, and then the next update, which was, was TikTok is testing video scheduling feature. I already covered this. Um, you know, it's something, you know, we already have it in Facebook. Uh, in the future, we may be able to also use pro uh, platforms like Hootsuite to be able to schedule uh, videos on TikTok. Now, let's move on to the next one, which is uh, TikTok TV option arrives in America, which is basically TikTok has a partnership with Samsung, where uh, on Samsung, newer versions of TV, the 2021, in fact, Samsung is saying any, any TV, smart TV made after 2018, uh, there will be a TikTok way to see uh, TikToks uh, on your Samsung TV, right? It took me a while to kind of explain that to you, but, you know, it's a great way. Like, you know, some smart TVs you go and you see there is a YouTube uh, icon and you can see YouTube videos. So it's just a way natively for you to see TikTok. It's great news if you ask me. Now, people, you don't have to, you can target people on TV sets People can see your ad. It's another yet another way for you to uh, make yourself visible to potential customers and future users of your product. Great news. Okay, TikTok announces TikTok for business. That's the next news where, you know, it's just, uh, you know, through this uh, launch, they're going to planning to share uh marketing tips, users' insights, preview of upcoming events to help advertisers to make the most of the platform. Why this is important is to show, tell you that, you know, TikTok is embracing businesses. They're realizing while song and dance videos are cool, it's the business who, who are going to make them the money, right? And businesses who are willing to spend the money, so they're going to trying to bring them up and make them, you know, at home and bring them into the ad inventory, ad, ad, ad world. That's what they're doing. Okay, last up we have is the TikTok Ready, Set, Grow Summit for small businesses, right? They just announced it. I have signed up. I'm going to make my team sign up. I believe it's on March 24th. Uh, sign up is free. Don't miss it. If you're thinking of TikTok or if you want to learn about how TikTok is actually going to be helpful for your business, this is where you need to be, right? TikTok is on, on track to suppress uh cross over a billion users, right? It's focusing on e-commerce. Uh, it's a lot of brands are on it. Big brands are on it. It is the future right now, right? Well, there is Clubhouse as well, but we'll not talk about Clubhouse right now. That's a different platform, but TikTok is a very engaging platform. You want you don't want to be uh, missing it, right? And some of the agenda for the day includes uh, TikTok uh, SMB success stories, Creators Q&A, we just talked about creator Q&A things, a beginner's guide to TikTok, getting your business on TikTok, building ad creative and setting up your Shopify with TikTok. Folks, please don't miss it, right? Make the time. The event is going to be from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so about four hours. Take it out. It's on March 24th. You'll be glad you did. Okay, with that, that's it for this week in marketing. Now you know everything to be in the know. If you'd like to read more, make sure you visit our show page where you will find the links to our articles. Once again, this is your host, Sajid Islam, signing off until next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this week. 
was a pleasure to serve you all. Hit the subscribe button so that you remember to sign on next week. Same place, same time for another round of This Week in Marketing.